1, 2, 3, 4, 5 I don't know what song that is <laughs> Okay, let's go How does he actually say it though? Okay, let's go uh, oh, Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> Welcome back to the Besties Podcast. I am Cal. And I am Dom. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Drop the beat. <laughs> so um, we are coming back to you with an episode about, from the poll, thank you everyone for voting, adult friendships. Um... Uh, so I we always do our little check-ins and things that we wanted to, you know, kind of talk about in the beginning before we get dive in deep into our actual um, topic of the episode. So I actually came up with something that I think we should do every once in a while. And that is asking, especially for this one, it's something that's a little bit more vulnerable, is asking something a little deep. Um, so Dom, I will start to ask you, what is an experience you would want to relive over again? Mm. I honestly, I have been thinking about it a lot, especially since we have started recording like our freshman year of at Central. Really? Like the entire year? Um, I mean, there was some bad parts, right? Like shit happened, but yeah. Huh. Okay. That would put my answer into perspective because my answer <laughs> um I guess my answer is when I did like my across the country move, um I was, like, very catatonic during all of that. Like, I had, I have, like, little to no memory with what actually driving from Colorado to Michigan looks like, if anyone is wondering. But my first, I just like to think of things that, like, come to my head immediately. And the first thing I thought was the minute I crossed, like, Michigan state lines is, like, what I remember and, like, I just remember getting to Michigan and just, like, rolling. The windows were down because they didn't have air conditioning. I had this shitty little fucking Jeep. And <laughs> I just remember, like, smelling the air. Like, it, and, and just, like, this feeling, like, overcoming me and just tearing up, probably crying. And just, like, telling my cats because I had no one else that, like, I made it. Like, we made it. Like, we did all of this and we made it, you know? And it was just like, um, it's almost like, you know, I saw something recently on TikTok where this girl was filming herself getting really excited and celebratory for quitting a job that was really awful for her. And she ended up, like, breaking down in very quickly while doing that because it was, like, the stress and the just everything was finally moving through her and going outwards. I don't know. And that's kind of how I felt. Like 
I was in survival for so long. And then I was like, oh my God, I just made it. And so that was a moment, I guess. That I love I, that. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what I would say. But I did enjoy college. I did enjoy freshman year. That shit was fun. That shit was fun. Is it supposed to be like a moment or like a time period? What is an experience? So maybe we didn't, in, we literally didn't follow the directions at all. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. But an experience could be college. So we did it, right? Well, like I we can say I have, I have something else. Okay. That okay. I think about often. So, okay. and hopefully my mom isn't listening to this. Well, also, I don't really care, I guess. The first time that I did mushrooms with Kevin at Electric Forest, it was like <laughs> 2014. No, it was like, I don't know. It was a really good experience. And it was me and Kevin's like first, I don't know. I, it's, I wouldn't call it a vacation, I guess, but kind of at the same time. Um I don't know. I just felt like very at peace that I night. I heard that. Like, I've never really done too much, uh, too many psychedelics, so I wouldn't know. But my point in trying to be vulnerable in all of this is TikTok, here we go again. I recently saw this video, and this video was this woman explaining friendships to her like interviewer and she said the difference between men and women is men you know they get together and they're talking about kind of like their lives like literally small talk like weather sports topics but women you know you even if we meet like when I meet other women, sometimes this even happens. Even if we meet, it's like within five, 10 minutes, we're in each other's guts is what she said. Meaning that our relationships and friendships, I guess, between women, woman to woman, women, women is so much deeper. Do you, wouldn't you agree? Yes. Like we are in each other's guts. Like I don't, I wouldn't see like a male pod, male to male podcast where they're like wanting to talk to each other about like the deepest parts about you. Like I could sit there and, you know, women will like trauma dump on other women and it's totally normal. Oh yeah. You know, like we, I want to know everything about your fucking life. I want to know it all. And I feel like that is one, and this is not normal by any means. I feel like, so if you're listening to this and you're like, fuck, I don't have a friend like that. I do not think that this is normal in a friend, friend relationship, but me and Cal can like always tell, like no matter what, like if I can tell that she's like having an off day, I'll text her and I'll be like, Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, can I do anything for you? And I just love that about our friendship so much. Like, it's my favorite thing. I know. I know. I really do like it too. But like, just to like add on to that is I don't even need it. You don't even need to text me or I don't even need to text you. Like, I literally will be like, you'll text me and I'll be like, you know what? I was literally just about to text you. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I was just thinking about you. Yeah. Like, it literally is really weird. And even your husband has said this and I've thought about this and it's kind of scared me. Um. 
like wanting to welcome like new love into my life is he said, you know, like it's, you guys are so close. It's so weird. Like it's so close. It's so weird how close you guys are. And I'm like, oh my God, it is kind of weird. And if I bring somebody into like my life, like I'm going to have to explain like our friendship. <laughs> like, I will he like, be like upset? I feel like when I met Kevin and I was explaining our friendship to him, like one of the first things I said was like, when we would have bad days in college, we would take a shower together. So that right there should have told him how close we were because... <laughs> Why did you say that on the podcast? <laughs> because if you don't shower with your best friend, are you really best friends? <laughs> no, literally. Literally. Those showers were so nice. Like, we would literally just check in with each other, kind of talk with each, each other. wash each other's backs. <laughs> <laughs> we would not. Yes, we would, bitch. Yeah. I will say, though, that is a very intimate thing that, like, I would enjoy, like, in a relationship. I do enjoy, like, taking non, like, a platonic shower with my partner. Yes. yes. Like, that can, yes, yes. And you know what? I was explaining to Dom before we had, um, before we had started recording because I just wanted to kind of introduce, you know, those those questions that we were talking about and I was watching this TikTok as I always am about this psychologist who had said you know there's like a list of questions um, that are very vulnerable and then you're supposed to ask your partner and if you do this method there's no way that you and this well I guess it doesn't have to be a partner it could be like a, a newer partner I guess newer person there's no way for you to not fall in love with each other because scientifically when you're that vulnerable with each other you can't help but feel love for the other person yeah and I and I feel like that's so true with like every single relationship is like you're never gonna you're never going to feel loved or or love if that is that vulnerability isn't reciprocated. And so, and maybe that's why women have such close relationships is because I will literally spill my guts to somebody that I feel comfortable with. And I've only known you for like a day. Yeah. Like I will tell you everything that I've been through if I need to. Right. Like, and I would say like, you know, pretty much everything about me. Mm hmm. And there are things that I'm like uncomfortable with talking to other people about that yep. I would consider very close friends of mine. Yep. I feel the same way. You yeah. have to have like your safe people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I don't feel like ashamed calling you and telling you things that like happened. I don't feel ashamed for feeling a certain way. I don't feel ashamed for like bringing up the same thing like seven times just because that's like how I need to process it. Like I know that when I do it, you like feel nothing but love for me. And I think that that's all that's important in this world and in friendships is like loving other humans. Yep. Be around people who make you feel seen and heard and safe. It's the best. 
Absolutely. So another thing though, is like, there was a question that we asked when we weren't recording and that was like, what are you afraid to let go of? And I realized it wasn't like the best question to ask for both of us because we, I feel like when we're two people have gone through so much, it's so easy to let things go. Cause I know the outcome of that. Like I know that if I let these people go or they let me go or it's whatever, I'm going to be fine in the end of it because I always have been. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know what? I take that back. Like I am afraid to let go of my cats. <laughs> Dude. The love that I, the friendship and the love that you have with an animal is, is the best. And I know you guys don't feel that for any. I was going to say, I cannot relate. (laughs) My poor puppy, dude. I love Rennie. She is so sweet, but she, I, she is a great dog. And she has calmed down a lot, but we probably will not be getting any more animals after Rennie passes away. Yeah. Yeah, Rennie is, is a, she's naughty. You ate my chapstick yesterday. Why are you still doing that? <laughs> you old bitch. God damn. She literally will go out there and like, if you have, if you need like a leaf or stick pickup, Rennie's out there just chomping on some fucking sticks and shit, dude. Right. If anyone she loves to eat, she's send my dog over. She, she has that, what's a, there's like something that they called where they like to eat in that inanimate objects like it looks delicious to them she's got that issue but I don't know like it just I I and I mentioned to you I'm like the the quote that I saw recently was like everything that I've let go of still has my claw marks in it and I just found that so true because I literally will never let anything go without fighting for it without fighting for you like I will never not be that person I'll never not be the person who isn't going to have, even after you let me go, like, I will still love you. You won't eat at my table, but I'll still love you. Oh my God. Yes. And I feel like that's so important because I think in your early twenties, in your late teens, like friendship wise, if you go through it with a friend, you're like, fuck this bitch. Like, I'm never talking to her again. I hate her. I wish you like the worst. And I feel like as we're like the age we're at right now, I don't wish, like, I wish the best for everybody, even the people that are not friends with me anymore. Because I think that it is so weird that you can have somebody that used to mean so much to you and be such a big part of your life. And then like a switch one day, you're like, nope and you like hate them whatever like I do not have enough time in the day to be hating anybody like I wish everybody the best you're just yeah like I'm not gonna be in each other's lives and I think that that's fine and I think the older you get you have to be okay with the fact that not everybody's meant to be in your life forever Mm -hmm. and that's fine it sucks but it's fine and you will be fine I mean, people are in your life, your life, people are in your life for a season sometimes and not forever. And that's like a really big thing. I think it's also like a very human experience to want everyone to stay forever, regardless of everything. 
I think that's just like really important for, I guess, me to say, because that is something that I would prefer. But it that was something that I, I don't know if anyone has experienced this, but having people leave my life is like one of the most grieving processes that I processes process that I have to go through each time that it happens. Like it is really, really, really hard on me for people to leave me. And I think it might be because of like past trauma that I've been through and that's okay. And it's just something like, it's a little bit of learning curve in life for me. But like I said earlier, it's like seeing the, being able to see the end of it is something that I've done before and I'm, I can do it again. Yes, I think that's really important. And I, like five or six years ago, I had gone through it with a friend and we like, we're not friends for a year. And I remember that year being so hard and I literally would cry all the time and it freaking sucked and it felt like a breakup and it sucks grieving people that are still alive and like not really having answers as to why that person doesn't want to be in your life. But right now how I feel is like that's, it sucks. It still sucks when that happens, but it is what it is. And I'm really proud of myself for that because I feel like how I handled things in the past when it came to friends, it was so like heart-wrenching for me and it still is, but now I'm just like, it's life. And I like, I can't stop living my life because of these things that happen. Yeah. I, and, but to be honest with you, like, I don't, I am at a point in my life where I know that like finding good value friendships are really important to me. And so I am actually very scared to lose anyone that I have right now. Um, like I, like, uh, yeah, like I, it's actually a very big fear of mine to like lose any of my friends that I have right now or family mm-hmm. or get them get mad at me or anything because of what I'm going through. And I've just been so dependent on my friends and family. Um, I, like couldn't imagine what the grieving process would be for me right now (laughs) if that were to happen. But they do say, and I thought of this when you said that they do say like the best way to get over a breakup is when you are like, when you pretend that person is dead. Yeah. Like you like are delusional and yeah, you make sure like that person is dead. And, and that's the thing too, is, is like, (sighs) I don't, I don't know. It's like so much easier. It's really hard to find friends. Like you can't just like replace friends. Yeah. I feel like at the age that we're at right now, it kind of is. Yeah. And like, honestly, like one thing I really, really think we need to talk about, and it doesn't have to be like in length is how, how, or what do you have to say about being a mom and a friend? I feel like it's really hard to balance 
motherhood and friends, especially when, like for me, I was always the type of person that would spend time with my friends on the weekends and I was always around people. And now I've replaced like hanging out with my friends with hanging out with my kids and my family. And it does suck, especially because I don't really have a lot of friends that have kids and I really value my mom friends. Like I think I I have like two, two of those, but, um, I feel like, and if you are a mom and you're listening to this, I know that you have seen this on Facebook, but those stupid posts that say like, if you want to find out who your friends are, just have a kid. And I think that that is the most bullshit statement in the entire world, at least from my experience, because I think about when I got pregnant with Porter, I was like 23, was I? I think I was 23 or 24. Yes, I was 24, which like a damn near child bride at that point. But (laughs) none of my friends (laughs) had kids at that point besides Betsy. So Betsy got pregnant when we were 21. And I think like that quote makes me think of her because we were at totally different points at our lives at that time. And like I wasn't I probably wasn't there for her as much as I could have been because I wasn't experiencing what she was going through. Um, But she has like never held me to that. And I feel like the same with me having my kids when I did, like, I don't really feel like a lot of my friends understand the process of like having kids and that transition in your life. So you can't expect your friends to 100% be there for you through motherhood when they haven't experienced it themselves. So I get that was like very long winded, but don't hold your friends accountable for like not necessarily being the quote unquote friends that they were before you had kids. It doesn't mean that they don't love you any less, but um the friendships that I do have now, even the kid, even my friends that don't have kids, I really value all of them because all of my friends are super understanding. Like you are always super understanding about everything, especially recording the podcast. You're like, okay, well, if you can't do it tonight, that's totally fine because my kids don't fucking sleep. So that, that sucks for me. But, um, it's just nice. Like I really do. I'm surrounded by a lot of love and a lot of people that care for me. And yeah, I really do have great friends. Uh, Yeah. And I, to be honest with you, like I've heard motherhood is like a very lonely thing. Like it's absolutely isolating. And I won't lie, that does actually scare me quite a bit um, because this is like the, you've never experienced this, like maybe with Betsy, but we're close with Betsy, like it's different. Yeah. But when you go into someone's house and they have like a child, like things change. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not saying it's like for the good or for, for the, for the worse, but it's like things are now awkward a little bit I'll be honest with you I, I, this is just me being real I'll be honest like I'm just truthing at this point it literally it feels more awkward like the space and the energy has changed within like the home or within the, the place 
and then you're like seeing your your friends as parents so you're Mm -hmm. seeing them in like a different role in life and not just them and I do feel like when you become a parent you lose a lot of your identity yes in a sense and I hate saying it that way but it's so true because like you literally turn into mom and dad like you you know like you literally have like a new name but it's just to the point where I feel a little different I feel a little awkward I feel like I just have to be happy go lucky go with the flow like I can't upset the energy that's going on there because the most important thing is going to be you and your baby or children or how many you have right and so I feel like I fit into your world a lot better because it is just us and we do have a different relationship compared to other people um and your children I like when I moved back I'll be honest with you when I moved back it was like one of like the most fulfilling things in my life to meet my best friend's children like and they just absolutely loved me they're obsessed like I had these two I but that was just like the most like fulfilling like like that was like a big thing for me in my life like I really wanted to do like a post or something about that because it's just like such a good feeling like to meet to see your soulmate again and then you meet these two little mini Dominique things and they love you (sighs) And they like cherish you. It's just the craziest feeling. I don't know because some kids I get along with all kids and all animals. Like that's just the type of person I think that I am. But sometimes kids don't take to you. Yeah. My kids you know love me. Like some kids just don't. Yeah. I feel like your kids really are do well with other people, but I am absolutely obsessed with your children. They're so sweet. I would They're the best. Oh my god, they really are. But it's nice to like have that little friendship with them as well as you, mm-hmm. um, because like I'm not an aunt to anyone because my siblings don't have children. My and then one of my siblings are still 14, so she's still she's got some time, you know. And then my brother is doing freaking boss bitch bitch shit in his life too you know so it's like I am the one that should be providing these kids (laughs) right now and that ship sailed in 2022 (laughs) it ain't happening right now for you and that's okay that's okay That's absolutely okay. And it's absolutely okay if it takes some time. And I'm just 100% learning that. And I'm like, literally, life is just a straight learning curve, right? Yes. How God. How do you feel like friendships are now in your late 20s in comparison to early 20s? Um, and what do you value? I feel like... Sorry. Oh, you're fine. I feel like my friendships, and we're going to have, like, both very different takes on this because we live two very different lives. Um, My early 20s, when I was first, this is going to be long-winded because I guess I like to hear myself talk, and that's why we have a podcast here, but... (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) It's true. I, the very beginning was with you were 18, 19, 20. And I felt like a lot of the friends that I made were through you. And then a lot of those things that we did were party. Like, I think it's all about like the demographics and like what you're doing at that time in your life. So we were like inviting a lot of people who like to do the same things that we did. But a lot of the friendships, and I just feel like we're such special people like me, you and Courtney and like Betsy and what happened our freshman year of college when we like, no one was really that close with their dorm floor. Like we were in a very tall dorm if no one has ever been to Central Michigan University, but we were all very close with our entire floor. Yeah. And so like our entire, and we're talking, this is a lot of people and we would all go out together. We would all like bond together in some way. And then we carried those friendships into moving into our apartments and to other places And I felt like those still were very special, but they still were like curated through you. And so that's how I felt like a lot of my friendships were. And then you were gone. And so when you were gone, I still had Courtney, um, but we stopped hanging out. And so like, there's another like example of it, like being curated through you. And I still was with my ex. So you know, I wasn't doing much. And then comes like 20 years old and I get a new job at the casino and I make a ton of friends through work. And I think that that's so important when you're like 20 to 25, because that's where you're going to meet your friends. Yes. And that's who you spend the most time with too. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and you're like learning and things like that. And then of course, you know, I'm like going into um, school and I make like a little bit of a friendship, a little, I have a little group of people that I appreciate and still value to this day uh, through my archaeology program. We spent a lot of hours together and that was really wonderful, but I I'm gonna say like there's maybe like three people that I can think of that I actually value from those days. Mm-hmm. Like I made a lot of friends, but there's only like a couple people that I can say that I like value from those days. Yeah. And so now I lived <clears throat> excuse me. As I was getting older and I was with my ex, like I, it was very important to me that I made friends because we were traveling so much. A lot of the friends I made were at work still. And I made some really great friendships. Um, but I really didn't like get into like, valuable value valuable friendships until Alaska and that was when I was like fuck how old am I now (laughs) 29 bitch I'm 29 uh I was like you know 25 and older during that time so probably like 26 and I made such good friendships then. 
more meaningful, you know, deeper connections. People loved me for who I was versus for like what I could like provide them or like, you know, we had, it wasn't just about like the mutual things that we could do together, like party pretty much. And yeah, I still love those people to this day. I really do. And I still think about them and I think about them dearly when I do think about them. And I was going through quite a bit during that time too. So that was like, they were very important people in my life for, for that reason as well. And now that I'm back in Michigan, I felt like I was so empty. Like I didn't have enough friends but as like a single, like almost 30 year old, like I do not care. Like the people that I have around me now is more than enough. Mm-hmm. And I will welcome new people to come into my life if it's a valuable connection. Like if it's someone, something that I can like really connect with you on. Absolutely, I will. But I also am this person and I don't know if this has ever happened to any of you guys with me, but like all of my past friendships or people that I haven't talked to in like absolute, like just the longest time, sometimes I'll just send them a message and tell, just tell them that I love them. <laughs> I like, love I don't know if you guys have ever, <laughs> like if I just see that they post like a, a thing, I'll be like, oh my God, you literally look so good. Like you look so happy. I just want to tell you, I love you and, and you deserve the best. And like, that's literally all I have to say. And I try to do it as much as I can because sometimes when we're like, as we're getting older, I think that that's really important. It is. And if you're thinking about somebody or if you miss somebody, you definitely should reach out to them because I feel like, and this isn't like friends, but I feel like in the last like month, Kevin has told me like four people that he knows that have passed away. And it's just crazy. And I feel like that puts things into perspective because the older we get, like you really don't know when the last time you see somebody is going to be. So I don't know. Tell people that you love them. But also, okay, so let me add to what you're saying because I love that you brought up Kevin because I feel like it's really important to say like I am a single person and you are married and I feel like a lot of the things that you do in your life is to fill I feel like when you're with a partner, there's like a void that's filled that you try to find in like other people sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean this in a bad way at all. Cause I mean, you can give every, you can give yourself everything that you do need. I totally believe that. But like, there's something that a partner gives you when it's a loving and caring relationship. Um, And you don't really try to seek that in friends as much. So I don't find myself like you don't find yourself like reaching out to friends and things because like you have everything that you need, like right next to you within yourself, within your family. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I, I do feel like my need for friendships and family and being around other people is a little bit more, I don't want to say like urgent because I feel like that's a little like brash, but it's like a very, it's a little bit more on my priority list. Than me. <clears throat> no, absolutely no. Then, yeah. Well, yes. Then you. I thought you meant like, yeah. You're important to me. You're on my priority list. Yes, but then you. Yes, because like you have Kevin, you have your kids, you have your family, and 
that's like that interaction, that love that, you know, that I need from other people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's very important with friendships because, you know, like I feel like a lot of my friends don't want to hang out with me because I am single and I don't have like, I can't do like couple things with them. Mm-hmm. And that's completely fair. It really is. But truthfully, like when I had a boyfriend, I wasn't doing couple things. I was like, leave his ass at home. I want to go out and have fun. <laughs> You just always but, are the um the third wheel with us. I I'm not a third wheel. We're a thruple. Well, actually, yeah, we are a thruple, but like Kevin ends up being the third wheel. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but that's why I love you guys. That's why I love you guys so much is because I can go to your house and like we can like go out on like a little date together and like really like thoroughly enjoy ourselves like at fucking Applebee's when I feel like when I'm with other couples like it's like very like I don't know it's just not it's not as deep like it's just very it's like a little bit more shallow I mean it's not horrible but it's like all smiles and nodding and like asking how are you doing yeah like very for very like surface level right just like more formal yeah Uh, My favorite thing about when we're all three together, though, is like you genuinely make Kevin laugh like he laughs so hard sometimes when we're all together. I literally love Kevin. And that's the thing, too, I think is very important is like the relationship that I have with Kevin, like the friendship that I have with him is like actually important to me. I don't know how much it is to him for (laughs) me, but like I don't know how much. We should see if he actually does like me. <laughs> because I will, like, text Kevin every once in a while, like, funny things, like, like a funny Tinder screenshot, or, like, I'll, like, save, like, a little things just to, like, make him giggle on the week. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, I just... Kevin is somebody, and Kevin, don't take this the wrong way at all, because... I probably won't even say anything bad because Kevin is just Kevin. Like he is very much somebody who is like picking up on people's energy. Like we talked about before and like seeing someone's energy and being like, no, I don't fuck with that person. Like Kevin is wholeheartedly happy with his tiny circle. And to, it's just, I love the fact that like I am now in his tiny circle as friends. Yeah. You're like one of five. I mean, I have like, I can put it on my hand of how many friends that I have too. So, and then I talk to like literally you and Sierra daily. That's it. Like, I have two people that I talk to daily. Yeah. Whenever Kevin will be like, Who are you texting? And I'm like, Cal. It's always just (laughs) Cal. Anyways, I just feel like adult friendships and I, I don't know really what the, you guys were expecting in this. And I, I don't mean that in a, in, in a bad way at all, because I really don't because adult friendships, like there's so many different dynamics of like being a mom and being a friend or being like a single person and being a friend. And like, I feel like as humans, we all have so much love to give for these, for certain people. And I think a lot of people learn to be friends with their family or friends with like people that you've had in the past 
And I don't know who I was talking with, but it was like, if you meet a girl, she's friends with her people. If she went to college, she's only friends with people from college. What? Like, it just like a, it was like a trend. Like women are, women are like very close, like our generation, our generation specifically are very close with our college friends. I was like, when you said that at first, I was like, I'm really not friends with anybody from college. And then, sorry, (laughs) you're my best friend. (laughs) I'm like, I'm your only friend. no I feel like maybe that's true but in for my experience like all of my friends I have had for a really long time um, most of them I met in middle school and or I have a few friends from elementary school Taylor is listening and I'm gonna give her a shout out because she gave me shit because on the last episode I said I didn't have any friends in elementary school and I met her in elementary school so I'm sorry Taylor um we're still friends So I don't know. I mean, (laughs) but I do know people who are really only friends with people that they met in college. So I don't know. I guess it just depends. I do feel like it depends. But like our friends from college, I do love like so much. I kind of wish that we would hang out with like Mana and Katie. And I'm just name dropping for people who probably have no clue who these people are. I wish that we would hang out with them at like oh God, one point in our lives. Um, I had sent this to a childhood friend of mine. Um, I actually do keep up with her quite a bit, but she's a new mom. Like my my friends that I am, you know, since moving back that I'm close with, they are pretty much all new moms or like they moved and they're like really like moving in their lives and there's a lot of different changes and new things and um she I had sent her this TikTok and it was like I'm so happy to have thought this and it's we were you know or not thought this but they had come across a comment that said we were girls together and now we're women and I love that yeah and I sent it to her because it reminded me of her and all of my childhood friends is like we were we at one point we were little girls together and now we are women not together but we still love each other like from a distance what do you feel like you value the most out of friendships right now did i already ask that i i mean you did but i was so long to winded that like i literally don't even know what the hell i just said so let me just say it what i value most is feeling loved yeah I have to feel loved and I have to feel wanted because that's just who I am. Yes. And we talk about this all the time. Like I want to sit at tables where I know that I'm welcome. I want to be in people's homes where I know that I'm welcome. And I feel like with friendships, if it gets to a point where like you no longer feel welcome or I don't know, like there's just no room for you at their table, it's you got to get up and leave a lot you know it's so funny because whenever we think about this like a lot of it of what I've learned is like from my last breakup and it's like when I just up and left like within an hour after the breakup without this person knowing I was leaving 
um it was I literally sat there and I was sitting in the kitchen and I was like I'm sitting at I am sitting at the table but I'm not being fed yes that's a really big thing this is like you can be invited to the table you can sit at the table but if you're not being fed then you need to get up and sit at a different table. Yeah, like find people who are going to value you. Yeah, it's not just sitting at the table. It's like actually being fed. And so that was like a biggest, the biggest thing for me is it's like if you're sitting at the table and you're sitting there watching someone eat while you're sitting there hungry, you're obviously going to get up and get yourself some food. But like that person sitting there eating isn't going to be some, obviously they weren't concerned about you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's all about like, like I want like a pot, like in this analogy, I want a potluck style where we all bring our own appetizers and feed each other. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly probably my favorite analogy that I've ever heard. <laughs> I actually got that from Jesse J, the singer. Oh. When she was talking about her breakup with Chatting Tatum. And she said, there was just like a point in my life where I realized that like, it doesn't matter. Like, like you'll always be invited somehow to like sit at the table, but it's just like, if you're not being fed, you can't, you shouldn't be sitting at that table. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I feel like it's like kind of, I feel like when you're hanging out with friends or a group of people and you just feel like like the energy is off and you can tell something is up and like you're not welcome that fucking sucks yeah I'm not gonna lie like it's happened to me and to be honest with you I just kind of stay silent because it's all about like I still love these people and I am thankful that I was invited and included I may not be being fed but I'm enjoying seeing them happy and that's like all I can keep it at because other than that like I'll just eat my own heart out like it's just like too much grief yeah Mm. how do you feel like at the age that we're at how would you handle conflict or how do you handle conflict with friends I am like ever since things have happened to me I am like very I used to be a very kind of confrontational person yeah bitch I know (laughs) I still am like when it's people we don't know but if it's someone that I know and like cherish I will literally do anything like I'm a people pleaser like I don't want you to hate me I don't want you to be mad at me and so I will try my best to like get across like well what do you need from me that I'm not giving to you Mm -hmm. yes like what because that's the thing is like I'm still gonna acknowledge that I'm giving to you like I'm still giving to you but what do you need that I'm not yeah and don't come don't come at me with shit that I mean everyone can bring up what I'm doing wrong right like you can bring it up to me I feel like I am an open person, at least that, but don't bring up shit unless you have some type of resolution. Yeah. 
that is so important at our age because I don't have fucking time to hear you bitch about me because at that point I'm going to be gone. Yeah, well, and that's my biggest thing too because I think if you are having conflict with a friend and you, I don't know, you're trying to talk it out. Trying to talk it out and wanting a resolution is one thing. Like, hey, let's figure this out. We love each other. But if you (laughs) respond in a very negative way, like if someone comes at me fucking sideways, you're done. You're done because I don't have time for it. And like, I think like if you came at me and we were going through something and you just came at me so shitty and you were talking to me like a fucking stranger that you don't even know, I would be like, okay, well, you clearly do not have any respect for me as a friend. So we just need to not be friends. Yeah, you know, and like, honestly, I was just thinking about this, especially like right when you said it after we started talking. I don't know when but I was thinking like the people in my life right now the way that like we don't have conflict with each other yeah and that might be just because like we're able to like work through things because I will straight up tell you like I even said it in the last episode I and I had brought it up to you before I was like I don't come to you when I cry for things or when I cry about things and your first reaction was like what oh my god why Like your heart breaks a little bit and you're like, no, I'm so sorry that I made you feel that way. That's an awful feeling for me to, for you to be feeling that way about that situation. Mm -hmm. That's usually like my reaction with you and everyone else. Um, And like, I guess like the, I, I, and I am thinking about this too, is, is like my, I'm very close with my cousins and I feel like you're shitty to people that you love and that you're stuck with for the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. so family is one of them. So it's so easy to be shitty to people because you think that they'll always be around, especially blood. And oh, so yeah, I sure. will get in fights with my cousins and it kind of just like blows over. But it is, like, very triggering to me because now that I'm older, I, like, don't – I can't. I feel like in my – I feel like in my brain, like, I can't lose them. And so, like, I will do anything that I can to resolve it. And it might be a selfish thing for me to do because I want to feel better. But, like, I will do anything to resolve it. And I've learned, like, now – if you're like in a heated argument with your partner, I've learned to not be so intense and not try to find a resolution right away and just kind of like cool off. But typically with my friendships, I'm not like that. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like too, when you're trying to come up with a resolution or you reach out to a friend and I, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but I feel like I'm always somebody who will apologize. And I'm like, I didn't know that I made you feel that way. And even you, like we had recorded an episode that we did not release and we were talking about your lips. And I like had made a comment about like, I didn't realize how special was funny though. Yes. Why are you bringing it up? (laughs) 
Her lips are not even small, you guys. But anyway, I did buy lip gloss that would make my lips plumper. And I've been like literally ever since then. We talked about it, guys. Ever since she was like, damn, you got some small lips. I literally been looking into like how to make my lips look bigger in affordable ways. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> where I was going with this was just like as an example so like after we had recorded that and you were like you were so self-conscious about your lips after and you were like that actually like kind of made me feel bad and I was like I'm so sorry like I did not that was not my intention at all and I I don't apologize for things that I'm not sorry for but if somebody says like I don't know just using that as an example like I just feel like I will apologize, but I have come to the realization that you are going to have some people in your life that when you apologize, they are not going to apologize back to you for being shitty. And I like, that's when I walk no, away. I, I was I just going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be the only one that is sorry for hurting your feelings because you're also hurting mine right now. Yeah, I was just, I literally was just going to say that, like, I think the people that I enjoy having in my life are people who, when I tell you, you did something wrong, I don't want someone who's going to say, like, well, I'm sorry that you felt that way. It's like, no, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Like, I was, you know, because that happens, like, that happens so much. Like, you say things and you don't know, like, exactly, like, what's going to go through someone's head, really. Like, because, I mean, that's not really your responsibility for how people feel. Mm -hmm. But at, like, the same time, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that, you, you know, I made you feel that way. Like, let me tell you how I meant it. And I meant it like maybe more lighthearted or or however it may be, or I'm sorry that I've been so inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really important to me. Like, And I think the main thing about this, and we can just put this entire conversation that we had for like the last like 15 minutes is emotional maturity in bold. Emotional it's very maturity. Em- <laughs> this is like a rap episode i don't know what is going on this week like we've been just feeling the mood yeah about something that's serious um but then like there's also people i feel like there's also people out there who are like are friends with people that like match their aesthetic that's something that i just thought about just now that i want to talk about Let's talk about like, it. Like, there are people out there who will become friends with people because they match their aesthetic. Like they and aesthetic. I am a bitch. I am a bitch who never match anyone's aesthetic. No, like, I do not. have. Like, I have a style, but and I'm like a golden retriever, like energy, and like I kind of dress like a preppy blonde. But, like, I'm listening to gangster rap on the way to the farmer's market because I want to be a farmer. Like, I have so many different, like, things and I'm so eccentric and I'm, like, witchy and I'm weird. I have different thoughts and I have different things going on in my life. And I just, like, don't feel like I can fit into people's aesthetics. And I feel so out of fucking place all the time. 
yeah all my, the time. my aesthetic is adam sandler slash sewer rat no it is not dude you always look Absolutely. cute look at you right now compared to me like we can see each other in the camera i'm straight up <laughs> so literally i went downstairs and my mom i'm in my comfy and my mom goes, are you wearing clothes underneath that? And I'm like, who knows and who fucking cares, mom? <laughs> who cares, Karen? It's just like that. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> but I literally am like, I can be a sewer rat uh, for sure. Like, for show. But I have, you know, I don't know my humor is like different too so it's like I feel like my humor makes other people uncomfortable sometimes I love making people uncomfortable I mean like I kind of enjoy it too yes it's the best <laughs> and then just apologize for after <laughs> like because my jokes are like very self-deprecating yes me too and I feel like yeah. like yeah. my thing is people I'm like an unintentional funny person because I will say stuff that is like my actual thoughts and people think that I'm kidding and I'm not like. <laughs> no, like literally. Okay. So like, this is what, this is what happened to me most recently. I think I got a pretty good laugh out of it. I was at a photo, I was at a photo shoot, dude. I was doing a fucking professional photography shoot. And when we were done, I said, all right, bitches, let's scramble. And they were like, what? I didn't get a single laugh. And I was like, have you guys just like ever said shit that you wish that you really could like take back? Like you could do like a little rewind and just like never fuck like you just wish that never fucking happened. And then they like laughed. And I was like, I said that out loud. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, you ever say shit that you wish that you just never fucking said? Yes. All the time. <laughs> What oh my god. So I saw hang on, stop. I saw this TikTok and I felt like it was me and someone I knew posted it. And it was like, have you do you just have that goofy fucking friend where they like annoy you and they don't fit into the group, but you always invite them and you're just fucking mad at them all the time? And the guy was like, You're mad at them because they're fucking goofy. <laughs> it's just a goofy motherfucker. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> goofy ass bitch like you get mad because they're fucking goofy okay so what were you saying what do you feel like i think this will be fun to talk about what do you feel like your red flags are when it comes to becoming friends with somebody like what's a red flag where you'll see this person has this pattern or whatever and you're like i will not be friends with that person Okay. okay, while I think, so we're not sitting here in, like, silence, tell me what yours is first while I, while I think. I gotta think. I gotta think. Okay. Maybe I'll bounce off yours. I feel like... <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. I feel like... Let me clear my throat. I feel like my biggest red flag is looking at someone's pattern when it comes to their other friendships so if you I was just gonna say that yes like if you meet somebody and they're really close with one person for like a couple years and then they're not friends and then they'll be close with someone else for two or three years and then they're all of a sudden not friends again as much as you want to think that maybe it's all these other people it's probably the the one person as to why 
like they can't hold the friendships and I think it's also important to kind of look at this is another red flag but it kind of goes with the same kind of thing that I'm trying to say is how they end these friendships that is also a red flag yeah I guess but then you have to be like really close to that person at that point I'm like thinking like right offhand but like it's usually the bitch who doesn't have any friends but that goes with the same thing. Like if somebody can't hold friendships, yeah, yeah. then yeah, I think that that's a very red flag because yeah. yeah. But like, it, I feel like that's very situational though. Like, um, okay. My, one of my really good friends, Shaylee, who just literally just moved back to Michigan. Like she doesn't have friends because she just moved back to Michigan. You know what I mean? Like that's she has she's been out of Michigan as long as I have yeah so it's like very situational because she's like literally like love and light and happiness and like I I she's anyone would love to be friends with her she's so awesome but then there's like there's people it's just like mean girl energy in a way Mm -hmm. or like okay I oh this is so bad but I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna keep it when someone is like very 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 much into their husband or their boyfriend and they have to be like with us every step of the way or like everything that we do is like okayed by the other partner yeah because to me that just like breeds a lot of toxicity Mm-hmm. that's a good red flag yeah like i I don't know. Or, like, I mean, that's also another situational one because, like, with you and Kevin, like, I'm friends with you guys and then, like, my friends' husbands, I'm friends with them. You know what I mean? So, like, I wouldn't mind it, but we still do stuff by on our own. Like, we'll go grab food really quick or, like, do things. This was, like, prior to them having babies. Yeah. Like, we would go and do things, like, on our own and they still do things on their own with their babies you know like they're still out there living lives but when people are like really wrapped up in when women are very wrapped up in boys I have a really hard time being friends with them yeah I feel like that's a good one and when women like as soon as they get a boyfriend they like cut all their friends off I was that girl I know you were that girl but I'm saying like (laughs) Well, I was that girl. Like I, I was that. I was the girl who was wrapped up in boys, was boy crazy, and then once I found a boyfriend, like I wasn't a good friend. Yeah, but you learned from that, and like I know that you won't do that again. I don't think if you do, no, I won't let you do it again. So good luck, bitch. But if I do it again, I'm moving out of the country with this person. Like it's for a good ass fucking reason. Okay. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think. As you near your 30s, I think it's really important to to surround yourself with people that you know love you and who you can talk to and will understand you the best that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a mom listening, like it's important to find those friendships that you're not going to see your friends all the time, but they still really value the time that they do get with you because I have a really great group of friends and we don't see each other a lot, but we still try to plan stuff together and 
we do these yearly like wine and cheese parties and I like value that so much because ugh, they're just the best. I wish I lived near you guys because sometimes I do consider them my friends. Not all the times, like pretty much Courtney, but because I just literally feel like I haven't made any effort to try to become friends with them except for Betsy and yeah. Courtney. So um but Shout out I will Courtney. say I love her. Yeah, well Courtney is one of the real OGs, dude. Like she is. Well and I feel like really is. when it comes to like adult relationships too, like our friendship is just so weird because we went from spending like literally every single weekend together and then when we transitioned into adults it was like weird for me to grasp like does Courtney even like me because we don't see each other all the time anymore and it was like so difficult but she I love her and she like Courtney is the type of friend that, like, she loves her alone time, but if you need her, she will be there in a fucking instant. And, like, yeah, yeah, I remember one time her and Adam came over for something. I think it was, like, maybe before her bachelorette party, and I think it was to get something or drop something off, and she's just sitting there folding my laundry because I had Zuri and she was a baby at the time and then Porter was running around like crazy and she just saw me struggling and she's like I'm gonna help you and those are the best friends the best kind of friends that you can have and I just come over to your house and I trash it no but we clean it up (laughs) we I do I do help pick up your house I do I guess I do just to make it nice I guess and I should come over with like pizzas one day that'd be fun but um I just love that I love that and like she helped you move your house too like she's so awesome yeah I wish I lived near you guys because I feel like I would be closer um with all of you guys we'd be a little tripod again but Okay, so what reminded me, and I want to start here. So what reminded me of what you're just saying, I just want to touch on that, is like when you said that you, it was hard for you to transition from not seeing this person every day and like not knowing if they liked you because it was really important for me when I moved home and all of my high school friends, I was like expecting us to be 16 again and hanging out at my house every single day. And let me tell you, they were there like almost every single day Mm -hmm. because Cassidy, yeah, she was there every single day because I was going through like one of the hardest things in my life. And she was like, hey, what are you doing? And she would just walk over because she lives next door. She'd walk over and like just listen to me talk and cry and cry and cry. And she was there every single day. But now that things are good and happy, I'm obviously absolutely still love them more than anything it was really hard for me to like grasp the fact that like we're not girls together now and like we're women and we are living like literally our own adult lives and it just was so strange and then I'm seeing this is oh I don't want to say this but I'm going to say it and it's especially with them and you actually and like Courtney and Sierra and every single friend that I have is seeing them in parts of their lives that I unfortunately am not there yet. So like 
getting married, seeing them getting married and being happy for them and seeing them having babies and being happy for them when I had thought that I was going to be the first one to do all of that. Yeah. And that is such a hard thing when you're getting older is seeing these huge milestones and these people that you love and learning to teach yourself like, oh, I wish I had that, but I'm so happy for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so happy that they're happy and I'm just like, I'm so grateful that I get to share the happiness with these people and the people that I love and, um, you know, doing like a really good for them, but it's just so hard as a friend being like a single, like almost 30 year old, like feeling so behind. Yeah. And seeing your friends being so ahead in life. And it's just like really disheartening personally. And it's not something that like I see them in any negative way, but it's just like, I don't know, like there's got to be someone listening to this podcast right now, like knowing the feeling that I feel. And I understand like we're all where we're supposed to be in life, like right at this moment, but like to see you live a life that I want to live is just like kind of sucky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I bet that it does. Yeah. I'm sure that it does suck. And I mean, it does because like you're like you have you're married and you have two kids and like that's what I want. And you guys just got a new house and you're renovating it and you're like literally renovating a house of my dreams that I don't know if I'll ever get. I mean, I have had the house of my dreams and I, I lost it, but like, I don't know if that's something that will ever happen to me again. It will, bitch. Stop. Well, but it's just like this. It's I don't know. I don't want to say it's like a dread feeling, but like it's a feeling that you feel when you're a single thirty year old. Yeah. Well, and it it's hard being friends with you, bitches. <laughs> well, that's it a is. really important thing to understand when you are nearing your thirties and when you're reflecting on your friendships, you have to think about the fact that you all, like everybody in your friend group, you're all at different places in your life. Um, And it does suck. It really sucks. Like when I had Porter, it kind of sucked. Like I was so happy, obviously, because we just had this baby. But then I see all my friends going and doing all these fun things that I'm not able to do because I have a child that I have to take care of on the weekends. Like it it is it sucks but yeah you just have well, okay to, go ahead um you just have to understand that you guys are all living different lives i mean i fully understand that but it's just like i'm a human like i'm always going to feel but i do have a friend jessica who i met in alaska and she had her baby young too and she said kalena like it doesn't matter where you are in life like we're always going to wish what we had was from another person. So like, she's like, when, when, you know, you see someone who's married and has a baby and you wish that you had that, they're also wishing that they were single and being able to do whatever they want. You know, like, like we are always wishing and, and thinking what if. And so she's like, just the, the grass isn't always greener, but both sides are green is pretty much what she said to me. And I like hold that dog my heart like as as closely as I can because you know 
just even like have that wisdom because Jessica's our age and she just had her baby young and it's just like really held with me because you think that it's greener on the other side because you want, 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 want. I feel like personally the want to, you know, like settle down and get married and have kids is maybe a little bit more than wanting to have like single freedom because it's not that great. We all know that. But like, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. But a great example of this is like, I don't remember what episode it was we were recording and we were talking about like you wanting your own place or not wanting your own place because you were like I don't want to live alone and I was like I would love just some alone time every once in a while whereas I can fucking take a shit by myself without a child screaming at the bathroom door like so it's just funny and I don't by any means like want to be alone because I love my family but yeah I just love what you just said. That was great. Yeah, the grass is always greener on both. It's green on both sides. Yeah, your grass is green and my grass is green, baby. (laughs) I actually don't have any grass in my yard right now, so it's not green because it's not there. We are in Michigan. We are in Michigan. Yeah. Um, but the summer is coming, guys. Uh, one thing to remind everybody, we are now in Aries season. So things are going to be picking up in our lives. We're going to be cleaning new energy. We're going to be enjoying new things. It's going to be a good, good summer. Um, and with friends yeah and so if you're listening to this and you just need to like touch with your people or your friends and just say hey appreciate you as a friend thank you just do it yes and maybe i'll do it to some of you guys you're gonna you're you're (laughs) probably gonna do it to me tomorrow that is true we do it to each other a lot i don't know yeah why we do we don't really need to just make sure that you have good people in your life that want the best for you and um make sure you tell all the people that you love that you love them so anyways let's just wrap this up we really appreciate you guys listening to us today tonight whichever and wherever you are um sending lots of love and good energy your way if you need it um And everyone have a wonderful, wonderful uh, rest of your day. I don't even know why I'm saying that. (laughs) But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, Like, subscribe. Hit that little subscribe button because that literally does wonders. Um, And also, you can check out our Instagram. We do do little previews on our Instagram. And um, we're hoping that TikTok doesn't get banned because also, what the hell? Uh, And we're hoping to get a TikTok going so we can kind of broaden this and we can send you guys some good content. Um, We are going to continue doing polls, so please vote. I think that we still will try to touch on all of those, um, which I think will be really fun. And then um, let me just send you guys off with a love you. Bye.